Amen. Amen. And amen. Good morning, beloved. I will not be before you long this morning. If you will, please turn with me in your basic instructions before leaving Earth, your life's owner's manual. Turn with me to the Gospel of Mark. This morning we are in the third chapter of the Gospel according to Mark. And we're going to look at verses 1 through 6. Again, that's the third chapter of the Gospel of Mark, beginning with verse 1. As recorded in the New King James Version of the Bible, reads as follows. And he entered the synagogue again. And a man was there who had a withered hand. So they watched him closely. Whether he would heal him on the Sabbath, so that they might accuse him. And he said to the man who had the withered hand, Step forward. Then he said to them, Is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do evil, to save life or to kill? But they kept silent. And when he had looked around at them with anger, being grieved by the hardness of their hearts, he said to the man, stretch out your hand. And he stretched it out, and his hand was restored as whole as the other. Then the Pharisees went out and immediately plotted with the Herodians against him how they might destroy him. Then the Pharisees went out and immediately plotted with the Herodians against him how they might destroy him. Let us look to the Lord. Gracious Lord and Heavenly Father God, as once again we come before your throne of grace to thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to receive a word, to receive encouragement from you, Lord, this morning. Lord, clear all of our hearts, clear our minds, clear our souls, that we would be open to receiving a word 
from you. Consecrate me now to thy service, Lord, by the power of grace divine. May my soul look up with steadfast hope, and my will be lost in thine. Amen, amen, and amen. This morning, my brothers and my sisters, we continue in our Mark series. Over the last several weeks, we've looked at both chapters 1 and 2. This morning, we are beginning chapter 3 as we move towards Holy Week. Mark chapter 3, verses 1 through 6. If you will indulge me this morning, beloved, focus with me upon the thought Stretch out your hand. Stretch out your hand. In our text this morning, <coughs> excuse me, in our text this morning, Jesus is again in the synagogue. Again, he is challenging the establishment. And this morning in our text, Jesus heals in the synagogue on the Sabbath. And the establishment, the Pharisees, are as usual not very happy. As usual, they are not very happy. They are standing looking at Jesus with that, I know you're not about to do what I think you're going to do, expression. They are standing there in the synagogue, in their collective, looking at Jesus like, how dare you? They are looking at Jesus like, mm -hmm. we dare you. Go ahead, do it. We dare you. They are looking at Jesus with this expression that says, you wouldn't make a mockery of our laws again, or would you? And Jesus angrily says, watch me. And Jesus angrily says, watch me. Who, my brothers and my sisters, I can hear you wondering, I can see it on your faces, who are these Pharisees? Why don't they like Jesus? Why are they out 
to get Jesus. The, these Pharisees that, that you have, may have heard of before, unlike the Sadducees, these Pharisees were, were, were a Jewish social movement whose belief became the foundational liturgical and ritualistic basis for the, for what we know as the rabbinic, for what we know as rabbinic Judaism. They were conflicted with the more elite and priestly sect of the Jewish faith known as the Sadducees, both socially and religiously. And this conflict between the two was only made worse by the Roman conquest. Now, don't be mistaken, there were more sects in Judaism besides the, the, the Sadducees and the Pharisees. You had the Essenes, and you had the Pharisees, and you had the Sadducees, and you had these other sects, and they're all warring uh, to some degree with each other because because they all want to maintain some sense of power. They all want to, to, to maintain some sense of control. And here comes this guy called Jesus disrupting their entire plan. The Pharisees. The Pharisees were conflicted. They were conflicted with the Sadducees because of their differences. Their differences in their interpretation of the Torah and how to apply it, the Torah, to the lives of the Jewish people. You see, the Pharisees believed in the written, in the written Torah. The Pharisees believed in the prophets and the writings and the doctrines such as the oral Torah or Torah, as well as the resurrection of the dead. The Sadducees didn't believe that. But, my brothers and my sisters, this sounds familiar, doesn't it? It sounds like a lot, it sounds a whole lot like what's going on and has been going on in our church today. All these denominations, Methodists, Lutherans, Episcopalians, Roman Catholics, Apostolic, Kojic, Holiness, and the list goes on and on and on. Differences. Differences in the interpretation. Differences in the application. Differences. You see, the, the Pharisees and the Sadducees both wanted Jesus out of the picture, but for different reasons. For different reasons. 
reasons. The Pharisees, whom we're talking about today, wanted to get rid of Jesus so that they could maintain their own power. You see, Jesus rejected the Pharisees because of the way they were living. Jesus rejected the Pharisees because of the way they themselves were living their lives. You see, he, Jesus, believed that the Pharisees were hypocrites who were no more concerned about, uh, excuse me, thank you, Jesus, who were so much more concerned about outward appearances, more so than they were concerned with the, inferred, in, with the inward reformation or transformation, they were not concerned about what was going on inside the heart, in the soul, inside of man. They were only concerned about what, how things appeared on the outside. They appeared righteous. They appeared holy. Thank you, Jesus. They were not concerned with anything else but control and power and appearances. They wanted Jesus out of the picture. They wanted Jesus out of the picture because he, Jesus, exposed them. Every chance he got, he exposed them, and they were pissed. You see, Jesus was a threat to the Pharisees. He was a threat to the Sadducees. How he was a threat to both of them, who were not going to talk about this morning, because we'll be here all day if I talk about the Sadducees and the Pharisees. Jesus taught a higher law, inviting all to come unto him, and the Pharisees were not having any part of it. None of it. None of it. Our text this morning, my brothers and sisters, In our text this morning, Jesus has once again entered the synagogue. As he's entering the, the synagogue, the Pharisees were there, the people were there, and there was a man there who had an issue with his hand. It was withered. How many of us this morning have entered the synagogue, have entered the sanctuary? Thank you, Jesus. How many of us this morning have entered the sanctuary, have entered the synagogue, the church, with some issue? 
with something that needed to be addressed that only God himself through Jesus the Christ could address. How many of us have entered the synagogue, entered the sanctuary, entered the church with some, some uh, need unmet, with some trauma unhealed, or some grief unprocessed? How many of you came into the sanctuary this morning looking for something from Jesus and were greeted with the likes of the Pharisees? with the likes of the establishment, not knowing what you're going through because you do not look like what you've been through. Anybody ever been there? You've entered the sanctuary, the house of God, the church, the synagogue with some unmet uh, need only to be greeted by some, some Pharisee-like person, individuals or groups all because they do not know what you've been through. Because you do not look like what you've been through. Hallelujah! Anybody ever been there? Jesus! Jesus! Jesus is in the synagogue. And he is met with contempt. He is met with disdain of the Pharisees looking, watching, judging, waiting, daring. Will he? Won't he? He better not. All while Jesus is saying, watch me. Watch me. Watch me. Jesus Jesus is also met by the folks who have an unmet need. He's met by a man. You read it this morning. He's met by a man with a withered hand, and despite the Pharisees, despite their hardness of heart, despite their scheming, despite their repeated warnings, despite all of those who sought Jesus' life, even in his anger, Jesus says to the man, Jesus, Brother Dunn, says to the man, Jesus says to the man, sister, Jesus says to you, Jesus says to me, stretch out your hand. And the man stretched out his hand and his hand was restored as whole as the other, as his hand was made whole as the other. Jesus, 
Jesus is saying to someone this morning within the sound of my voice or in this chapel, Jesus is saying, despite your Pharisees, stretch out your hand. Despite those schemes and weapons that have formed against you, stretch out your hand. Despite not finding a job, stretch out your hand. Despite that illness, stretch out your hand. Despite that cheating spouse, stretch out your hand. Despite, stretch out your hand. Jesus this morning is saying, I want to restore you. Jesus is saying this morning, I want to restore you to wholeness. Stretch out your hand. Stretch out your hand. Despite those problems on your job, stretch out your hand. Despite your backstabbing families and family and friends, stretch out your hand. To stretch out your hand. Stretch out your hand. Not knowing how you're going to make ends meet. Stretch out your hand. Despite those financial difficulties, stretch out your hand. Stretch out your hand. Despite that drug addiction, stretch out your hand. Despite that baby daddy not wanting to be a daddy, stretch out your hand. Despite being cut off and disowned by your family, stretch out your hand. Despite, despite, despite all that you're going through, Jesus is saying, stretch out your hand. Despite that mental anguish and angst that you might be experiencing, Jesus is saying, stretch out your hand. Stretch it out. Despite. 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 Jesus is saying this morning, stretch out your hand and I will restore you whole. Jesus is saying this morning, stretch out your hand and I will be your shepherd. Jesus is saying this morning, stretch out your hand and I will give you peace that passes all understanding. Jesus is saying this morning, stretch out your hand and I will give you rest. Jesus is saying this morning, stretch out your hand and I will open up the windows of heaven and pour you out blessings that you will not have room enough to receive. Stretch out your hand. Stretch out your hand. Stretch out your hand. Stretch out your hand. Stretch your hand out on faith. Stretch out your hand and Jesus says, I will restore you and make you whole. Jesus says, stretch out your hand and I will keep your heart and your mind. Stretch out your hand. Stretch out your hand. Stretch out your hand. There's an old song of the church. Stretch out your hand. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord.
Gotcha.